Hey guys, it's Cassie here, and this is episode number 63 of The Happy Thinker. Hello everyone, I am super happy to be talking to you today. I have a very fun and uh, fascinating podcast today. It's one I was doing quite a lot of research on. And it is about hijacking our happy hormones. Say that really quick. quick ugh, I can't even say quick really quick. <laughs> say hijacking our happy hormones really quick a couple times and you'll already feel better about your day. So I'm going to talk about hormones today. I'm going to talk about chemistry and the way that our bodies work. Interestingly enough, our bodies produce chemical reactions actions and responses to outside stimulus, but something we don't think about is us creating those on purpose. There are things that you can do throughout your day to create certain hormone and chemical reactions in your body. When you do this, it creates a better sense of well-being, and these hormones are responsible for a lot more than you might realize. The way you feel, the way your body feels, um, your health and overall ability to be productive can all be affected by some of these hormones that I'm going to talk about. The cool thing is, is we have way more control over adding a little more happiness in our day. The hormones that I am talking about today is dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and then endorphins, which come along with all of that. These chemicals are the overall chemicals that create a better sense of well-being all around. And in order to experience more of these, there are things you can do. The cool thing about our bodies is it knows how to respond to some things, but many times when we're feeling like we're lacking in an area, it may be because the levels of these chemicals or hormones are off, and they're simple, fun, and small things you can do that have nothing to do with science, that has absolutely everything to do with the way you feel, that you can add into your daily routine and make it work for you. So. Dopamine is the first one I'm going to talk about. Dopamine is the motivator. Dopamine is the rewarding chemical. Dopamine is um, it's responsible for keeping you motivated and taking action towards your goals. And it reinforces the pleasurable feeling when you achieve your goals. Dopamine happens when you achieve something. It's literally the chemical response of, oh wow, look what I accomplished. Dopamine is responsible for pleasure, um, but it's it's more than that. It's uh, got a bad rap because people think it's mostly associated with addiction. But the truth is, dopamine in, in healthy levels is incredibly good for you. It does play a role in the way that we experience pleasure, but it can affect everything from our motivation to our heart rate, to our mood, to our sleep, our attitude, and even our movements. It is a... Um, it moves through our nervous system and it's like a messenger. So it sends messages to all of your nerve cells on how to respond to a situation when that chemical reaction of dopamine happens. There are things that happen on the daily that can cause dopamine to be produced and go into effect. One of which is if you eat a, a lot of protein, automatically it will raise the dopamine levels. 
Why this is important is dopamine is the chemical that makes you feel really good about achieving. It's the one that helps you get to your goals. It's the one that helps get dreaming and and get motivated to work hard for yourself. You want dopamine in your life. (laughs) So completing a task even a small task can produce a small amount of dopamine. So think about if you did a bunch of small tasks in one day, you would feel very accomplished and dopamine would be happening as the chemical reaction. And there is a pleasurable feeling that is associated with that. Another one is self-care activities. This seems kind of counterproductive because some people associate self-care with taking break versus action but actually when we choose to take care of ourselves and I say self-care and not like spoiling yourself but taking care of yourself so eating better doing something you know is good for you benefiting yourself in that way showing up for yourself in a self-care activity can raise your dopamine levels and create a rewarding feeling inside create purpose and feeling of like like you're being valued like you have achieved celebrating little wins so breaking your goals down into small chunks And then celebrating each little win is a huge and great opportunity to build your dopamine levels. That's something you can do in your everyday to do so. Being competitive. When you're competitive with someone, makes you feel like you're achieving something even if you haven't even won whatever it is. When you're being competitive, it can raise your dopamine levels. So get together with your family, play a board game, get competitive, and then feel how satisfying it is when you get to the end of whatever the game is. Even things like that can raise our dopamine levels. So it's important to pay attention to what you're doing on the daily. Add things into your routine that can boost this sense of accomplishment and reward and you will love the feeling you get. It is the reward chemical. The next one I'm going to talk about today is oxytocin, the love hormone, the cuddle hormone. This one, if you don't know much about oxytocin, is the one that is released um, during childbirth when a mother and a child are connecting. Also during like breastfeeding as well because that's a very bonding time. It is the chemical that is responsible during intimacy for that pleasurable, wonderful feeling. It's oxytocin. And it's Oxytocin is a chemical that creates a sense of love, fondness, and bonding to another person. Something you can do to experience more oxytocin that might surprise you is playing with a small animal, something fuzzy and cute like your dog, petting a kitten. So if you're having a hard time feeling a lot of love lately, go to the pet store or to the shelter and pet on the shelter dogs and the shelter kitties. You'll feel much better. (laughs) Something else you could do is volunteer on the regular at a shelter. This will make you feel like you're caring for someone. Even if you don't have someone to care for in your life, this gives you the ability to care for someone. This is also why the stereotypical cat lady (laughs) comes about is because little old ladies taking cats to care for it's the same thing can be true about any one that doesn't feel like they have someone to love they may take on some kind of project and take care of something to love it 
so that can increase your dopamine levels. So doing it in a healthy way, like volunteering at a shelter or going to play in the backyard with your Fido is a great way to increase oxytocin. Another one is to sit down and play with your kids. Crazy enough as it seems, kids as crazy as it can be and traumatic as the tantrums can be, if you just play with them, the enjoyable feeling that you will get is one of oxytocin. It is when love is released in the body towards your child. Small things you can do to increase oxytocin in a quick moment is give somebody a hug. Hugging increases oxytocin by a ridiculous amount. It is super effective. Uh, Another thing is holding someone's hand. If you have a loved one that you love very dearly, hold their hand. Another thing to think about is when someone's going through a strong or difficult time, and many people are in this time of of living, in this, this error, hold their hand or physical touch, as in touching their shoulder in comfort or just being able to show them some sort of physical affection, if that's within the relationship that you can do, will cause a certain sense of oxytocin and affection and a love, which is a good thing to feel when you're not feeling great. Another fun thing to do to increase oxytocin levels is give compliments. This is one of the reasons I think I give so many compliments is I think I'm a little addicted to the love hormone because I give a lot of compliments. Sometimes I do it to the point where I don't even realize I'm doing it. And it's because oxytocin is released when you feel like you're showing somebody some sort of affection, some kind of value. Another one is giving gifts. This is why so many people love to give gifts is because it raises their oxytocin level just as much as it does for the person to receive the gift. Oxytocin is probably by far my favorite on this list, but the next one I'm going to talk about is serotonin. This is the mood stabilizer. This is the hippie of the chemical world in our brain. Um, It's responsible for the flow of significance in ourselves and in the sense of importance and and value. It's the sense of well-being overall is what serotonin does for us. Serotonin is also responsible for good sleep. So if your levels of serotonin are out of whack, sometimes your sleep can be affected. If you have trouble sleeping quite often, you might want to talk to your doctor about your serotonin levels. But something you can do on your own to increase serotonin in a healthy and without any medications or any involvement of a medical professional is meditate. This helps stabilize your mood and will create more serotonin. If you're lacking serotonin and you started the practice of meditation, you would be incredibly in love with the feeling of meditation. We often get addicted to the things that our bodies need chemically that we just don't know about. At one point in time when I was having a lot of trouble stabilizing my own moods, I adapted um, a practice of meditation that was quite helpful. If meditation is not your jam, though, there are many other things to increase serotonin, one of which is running. If you run, serotonin levels are 
released in the body. This can help stabilize your mood. So there's two things to think about when you're running. Some people talk about that runner's high, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, but running can produce serotonin, which may not give you that high that you're looking for, but it will stabilize your mood altogether and give you an overall sense of well-being. It's a great feeling of being able to take a breath and just like the all is good in the world feeling. Another thing to increase your serotonin levels is sun exposure. At least 20 minutes of day can really increase serotonin in the body. It's important to get out in the sun, open up your windows. If you're a person who keeps your house very dark, opening up your windows can automatically make you feel much better. It stabilizes your mood. This is also why people sometimes have seasonal depression. It's because it drops the serotonin levels in the body because of lack of light, lack of sunlight, and lack of being outside because it's a little colder. So if you're in one of those states in which it is a little cold at this current moment, open up those windows to get some sun. Try to get out in that sunlight and feel it on your skin for at least 20 minutes. You may feel better. The next thing to increase serotonin is my personal favorite. Get out in nature. Reconnect to your roots of being human, being biologically related to the planet. Put away any electronics or anything to distract you because um, artificial light can actually drop serotonin levels. So nothing of that nature. Instead, get out of that artificial light of your office, stop playing on your phone, and go get out in nature. You'll feel way better. It will bring a better sense of well-being. This is also why food tastes better outside, if you ever wondered, because it increases serotonin levels. And we often enjoy the pleasure of eating food, which can be related to dopamine. So we get dopamine and serotonin at the same time when you eat outside. Just a thought, take your lunch outside the next time you have the chance. Another thing that will increase serotonin levels and even out your mood is swimming. Have you ever noticed when you go swimming, you have this overall sense of, oh, this is nice. This is relaxing, well-being. It's fun. A sense of calm, evening out, stabilizing those moods. Another good one is yoga. If you're one of those yogis or even if you're just a newbie and want to give it a shot, if you really connect to your breathing in yoga, it can automatically increase serotonin levels. Getting connected with your body, feeling all over a sense of the world is alright. And in a world where so many things don't feel alright, I believe we need more of it. So give it a shot. and favorite thing to do to increase a serotonin levels besides get it out in nature is if you reflect on your past achievements this is a great way to increase serotonin levels the reason why this is is our brain is really good at telling stories convincing stories to itself so if you reflect on past achievements um, past happy moments past things that you felt like you enjoyed felt like you achieved felt like you were in a good place This allows your brain to relive the experience of it. That is why so many people love to reminisce or look at photos because it brings them back to the experience of that memory. And by reliving it, you can slowly 
increase your serotonin levels, creating a better sense of the world is okay, the world is alright, sense of well-being. It's a very good one if you're having a family get-together that's not going well. Get out some photo books and have some reminiscing time. It will increase serotonin and everyone will feel alright, a-okay. The last thing that I want to bring up today in the chemicals that we can affect, that we have way more power than we know, is our endorphins, the body's natural painkiller. Endorphins are great. They help us deal with stress, anxiety, and all kinds of pain, physical or mental. The thing is, is there are way more things in this world we can do to increase our endorphin levels. I talked about earlier that runner's high. So if you are a runner and you have been running for a while, you know what a runner's high is. It's when you run so hard to a point where you feel you can't run anymore and then you just push a little harder and you hit a high. That high feeling is the the effect of endorphins releasing into your body the chemical reaction of little fireworks inside of you those endorphins release these happiness chemicals the ones that kill pain and deal with our stress that is why many people who are stressed out like to run to get rid of their stress this is actually a very beneficial way to do so another thing you can do if you're stressed out or you just have a lot of anxiety is laughter is the best medicine is an accurate statement laughter is the best cure to increase your endorphins in your body and the response of that this drops your stress endorphins are released and laughter is amazingly healing It is the body's natural painkiller. Go listen to a comedy, shoot your friend a funny email or text, be playful, be fun, keep things light. Laughter is very good for you. Another one that you can do is any kind of exercise releases endorphins that both make us feel positive, like we're achieving something, which is great but also and release these endorphins to help kill your stress, anxiety, and pain. Get moving. People who stay indoors too much, don't have enough exercise, feel much more anxious. This is why Americans, namely, have more anxiety and stress than most other places. In many other countries, activity and exercise is a more common routine in their natural lifestyle. Here in America, we have many of the things that cause us not to be as exercise-oriented. Even though there are those who go to the gym religiously, there are those that also sit on their couch religiously. If you're one of those people, no shame, no guilt, just look at yourself with self-love and go laugh a little and exercise a little. You'll feel much better. It'll release those endorphins. It'll kill that stress and anxiety that you experience more often. It's also a natural painkiller for physical pains in the body. A body in motion stays in motion. The reason why this is, is because the more endorphins that are released, the more natural painkillers your body sends all over your cells to be able to take care of this. Another thing you can do to release those endorphins and kill stress is a small piece of dark chocolate every now and then never hurt a soul. (laughs) 
I know this to be true, dark chocolate is my favorite, but chocolate has some chemicals in it that will help the body naturally release endorphins. These endorphins treat pain, help stress, and anxiety. Now, it's important to be healthy when you're choosing an option to take care of stress, so don't overdo it on the chocolate, but a little bit here and there is a wonderful healer. Another thing you can do is the smell of vanilla and lavender, strangely, are natural endorphin makers. So if you have a diffuser, put some lavender oil or vanilla oil in it. Both of those smell amazing in your house, by the way. It's always a wise decision. You can even do this at your desk at work. If you work in an office or someplace, you can set up a little diffuser. This is very helpful if you get a lot of work stress. Essential oils is another thing you can do. So if you don't have access to a diffuser, Get yourself some vanilla or lavender oil, rub it here, rub it there, keep yourself constantly smelling that smell, you'll feel much better. Get yourself a perfume that smells like lavender or vanilla and you might find that you feel less stressed throughout your day. So I want to finish my podcast today with stating why this is such a beautiful epiphany to know. You are the captain and pioneer of your life. So you can change routines, habits, behaviors, and lifestyle anytime that you so choose and desire. The more that you add some of these things into your life on the regular basis, the happier you will be. You increase the natural chemicals that our body was designed and made with. When you increase those natural chemicals to a healthier level, you'll feel the effects of well-being, love, value and significance, trust and bonding with the people that you love and that are around you. All of those sound like pretty good things to me. So if any of this on your list isn't in your daily routine, maybe add it in there. Find some places where you can add little things like this into your everyday life. Don't make them just for special occasions to treat yourself or to try and raise these levels. Try to do it on a regular basis. That way, you're always having those natural chemicals flowing and you are using the miracle of nature and creation to create the happiest lifestyle for you. I hope this podcast has been super fun and informative for you. Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today, and I hope to get to talk to you again soon. But you can find me at happythinkerlifecoach.com. If you want to find me and you can't find me on Google, just type it into the search bar instead of going to Google itself. That's for some reason is the way you have to find me. I've been working with Google, but we're working it out. (laughs) Anyway, I hope to talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye.